Hi guys, welcome to Yo Is This Racist with Ari Aviant, Catherine Tilliverde, and Ann Club. Today we're going to begin with talking about um, our high schools and their lack of diversity in the student body as well as the teachers. Um, so for my high school, so I'm from Columbus, so my high school is predominantly white, um, a white privileged area, and although we were primarily liberal, there were a lot of um, issues within the community and the school system. Um, like one of the major crises was the fact that my high school had no teachers of color. Like I would watch all of my friends of all races, races talk about um, administration and like bring it up to them. Um, and it was brought up at every school board meeting, but nothing was ever done. Um, and like I know like my friends, especially like they really needed someone they could connect to in the classroom to show them that they like heard within the community. <laughs> um, and then like I, I do understand like some teachers of color maybe did not want to work like much a predominantly white institution but I know um, for a fact my school system did not try to um, find teachers of color like I know like it was brought up multiple times for um, us to like partner with a um, college and like um, interview um, teachers of color that way but it was never done um, and we had a great group of parents coming together to advocate for this need um, and this was, and then the, it was not really fixed, but we did end up having one teacher of color, but it wasn't really, it was, it was um, just the French teacher and no one, I mean, no, not a lot of kids took French. So it was, it was kind of redundant, honestly. Um, but I think it's um, an issue because um, people of color do need to, be surrounded by people that they can connect to, and like everyone mm -hmm. needs to be surrounded by people they can connect to. Um, and students shouldn't have to advocate for this issue for it to be fixed. Um, and it shouldn't be an issue in the first place. Yeah, but. definitely. I agree with Anne on that, and I feel like that's a problem in like a lot of school districts. Like for me personally, I grew up in like a suburb <laughs> of Columbus, kind of. It's like 30 minutes north, so, but um, it was a predominantly like white school district and being like black in a predominantly white school district it like was really difficult not having those teachers who I could like connect to but um it's like really interesting because like as of 2018 the demographics of teachers in America were 79% white 7% black 9% Hispanic and 5% other races in like um it just seems like minority students like don't really have a role model to look up to and um because like white teachers can't equip them with how to face racism in like their daily life and outside of school um they aren't equipped to do that and uh, another reason why this is an issue is because white students are also not really taught to look up to african americans like as a kid, you always look up to your teacher and as a student, you look up to your teacher. And the fact that a lot of students don't have any like people of color to look up to, it really kind of just enforces that societal and systemic racism. And yeah, I'm also from a school that's predominantly white. I went to high school in New York, so there wasn't many people of color. And my experience at my high school have lined up with both of yours. There's not really any black teachers or teachers of color that work at my school, so it's a pretty hard environment for um, students of color to really like learn 
in and my teachers also are like not used to seeing people of color succeed um, in this instance it was the first day of my junior year and we were sitting in class before class had started and a Latino student walked in and my teacher questioned him making sure that he was in the right class because he isn't used to seeing people of color in a high course AP class and this serves as injustice because he was treating the individuals differently than all other students. And the students of color are not often placed in academically challenged courses because they are deemed as less capable. So in this instance, he wasn't used to seeing people of <coughs> color and he... My teacher assumed that this student was not legible or he could not handle an AP class because he was Latino. So he... He didn't probably consciously make a racist remark, but he was definitely influenced by his implicit bias. These experiences could definitely be related to the othering co uh, concept. In all of our different instances in our predominantly white high school, the white students and even white faculty would be seen as the one, and that because they're more like, they have more power and and all the students of color would be seen as the other since they're the outcasts of the group and it's hard for them to find people that they could relate to and they just seem that um they're just different than everyone i feel like this ignorance like from the teachers and the culture of like students of color feeling like outcasts is also due to like the lack of teachings of other cultures in the education system the fact that like european history and like american history is just history but black history like emphasize to be black that in that just like to me means that our education isn't integrated enough to not make the differentiation between the two races and like i know that a lot of schools like do classes like hispanic history or like latino history and things like that but they're all optional courses and like people don't have to learn about these cultures and so like all the white students like are learning about their culture and everyone's learning about their culture, but there are a lot of black students and other students of color who don't learn about their culture and that definitely contributes to them like feeling like outsiders. Yeah, and um, also like now just shifting towards like my community as a whole, like this summer my community really came together and um, they actually ended up forming a group called um, the Bexley Anti-Racist um, hmm. Club or Society, something like that. Oh, no, Bexley Anti-Racist Project. Um, and they had m many, many different events. Um, they organized like, the whole community together to walk um, to the State House because we are um, right on Broad Street, so we could walk straight down. I wasn't able to attend, but um, yeah, it was really cool to see all a community come together um but like even though that did happen like we still have a lot of issues within our community like while that was going on actually we had an instance where some kids decided to um make a group chat of them like these were all white students um and they added some black kids as well as um jewish kids into a group chat and just decided to um yeah they no yes what? they decided to just like say racist um slurs to them and anti-semitic slurs to them so oh even when God. you think like your community is making strides there's things like that that still happen yeah there's always people <clears throat> that are never gonna 
change yeah. right no that's definitely crazy i think i like <laughs> noticed like the same thing it seems like communities were taking strides but it, like they really weren't so like in my community we um did like a smaller protest in our downtown area after like the tragic killing of george floyd but um there were so many people it seems like tried to like post like black squares on right. instagram mm -hmm. and everything like that but like i know personally in their everyday life they do not make like any right. strides to like in systemic racism and things like right. that and there are also people like you do notice people who don't like even though it's like they do people do post things and they don't really care about it there mm -hmm. are people you see don't say anything also like back to what i was talking about um um hit one of the guys families who like made the group chat came out and said you know we're not racist we have signs in our yard supporting black lives matter and i don't just, know why that's funny <laughs> yeah it was it was really it was really crazy and like we being like going during that time you wouldn't think that someone would would do that, do that. yeah <laughs> like exactly. that is probably the worst possible time that could have mm -hmm. occurred and yeah and the kids even had to move schools and it was it was really bad yeah. but um yeah that shows how people could like um use their social media and put the <laughs> sign in their lawns to like show that they're not racist but like in they the inside yeah you, no one sees what goes on within yeah. the family and like yeah you don't see like how they're teaching their kids mm -hmm. what they're saying to their kids yeah exactly and obviously in that situation something wasn't right within that household definitely because i feel like <clears throat> if things like if parents are actively like teaching against racism like these kids like know that it's never okay mm -hmm. to like say these words mm -hmm. or act in like a hateful way towards these people so well honestly guys it's like crazy that all of us have been through like the same experiences and i really wonder like how many other students notice this and like go through this yeah definitely i feel like a lot of students probably are witnessing stuff like this because since i'm from new york and you guys are in ohio that's like 500 miles away from each other and we're both experiencing these oh, horrible yeah. things in our education systems well thank you for listening to yo, yo this, this is, is racist, racist. <laughs> with ari avia <laughs> Catherine and anne club